Welcome back, Underhivers. This is 665.66 UHMR Camrat Radio, broadcasting Cam-rat. from sub-level 4269. Eat your heart out. Right next to Mama Bexy's Flack and Jack. Flack-a-jack. I am Marky, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Beast. Hey, everyone. Emerging from Mama Bexy's as we speak, the guardsman, Kevin. Oh, that was good stuff. <laughs> and no one else. All right, now that I stole Ryan's spotlight, I'm going <laughs> to apologize for not having the sexy voice that is Ryan and kick this broadcast off with our first Loris Obscurus episode, Horror 40K. Horror? Horror? Horror. No, horror. There's more R's in there. Horrors. Horror. Horror. Got it. Okay. I don't know. They both have an eye of terror. Marine speak. You said Flack and Jack, and now I'm one mind right now. All right, so we can cut Ryan loose now. All right, Ryan, I got a question for you, sir. Oh, man, that rag was disgusting. What did you soak it in? My ass. Oh. <laughs> no, but really give that Tastes back. a little bit, tastes a little bit better than Bane Blade Axle Grease. A little, little bit better little than Bane, Bane, Bane Axle like Grease. That? Yeah. So, Ryan, uh, I know you listen to horror podcasts. Uh, you spoke about it before. Uh, and I know you're a big horror buff. Uh, one thing that really kind of piques my curiosity is these horror podcasts. Do they actually scare you, or is it just like uh, like you you like the the story behind it? So uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of true crime and horror themed podcasts. Uh, I'm very into true crime. Um, while I have a bit of a skeeve, while I've been a bit skeeved out with a lot of the more gory details, you know, somebody's describing like how somebody was brutally murdered, and I'm like, my mask is touching my neck. <laughs> you can't have this right now. Um, I don't really get like scared, scared. Right. I, I go home and I go to sleep almost immediately. I listen to horror podcasts when I leave, by the way. <laughs> oh, I drive on that dark well, ass keeps, road keeps you awake, yeah. <laughs> by myself with a horror podcast. That'd be good. That would actually be fucking awesome, man. That'd be good. There, there are a couple of descriptions of hauntings or supernatural events in Americana that have definitely made all of the hair on the back of my neck and head stand up though. There's just that like little thing. And you're like, Oh, that's a little creepy right now. I've always been a huge horror head and I've written and done special effects and gore makeup in about 10 short movies along with a couple of sci-fi shorts as well. I think once you've been around literal buckets of fake blood and gore, some of this just kind of becomes background noise normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely get that. Um, well, I thought it would be a good idea for us to implement uh, some of our own experiences into this podcast. Um, I know personally uh, I'm, I don't get very scared. Uh, the wifey, she gets very scared. Uh, in fact, the first episode of Supernatural made her cry. If, uh, if that's going to set the bar for you. Um, so wait, wait. Is that I about have, Superman? Oh my God. I have weird cry no. moments no, no, in movies. See, no. I cry when dogs die and when heroes die. And that's uh, about so, it. So, <laughs> wow. So, super, so Supernatural. I am jaded then. <laughs> so no, super, I'm yeah, talking su- like, like Black Hawk Down kind of movies like when, so, when so, somebody important dies there's like, actually oh. something really interesting <laughs> about that um uh which i'll which i'll tell in a minute to answer your question about supernatural supernatural is a like horror ghost hunter ghost oh, it's hunter about the two brothers yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it's very very okay. silly what am i thinking of smallville yeah. smallville <laughs> That's oh my god dude and the actress from smallville got wrapped up in that weird nexium cult that was like selling like oh. human oh, trafficking yeah, 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 girls yeah. Oh, I, I just watched a special about that actually it's really good so so the interesting thing um about what you're talking about kevin is when they plan scores 
there are notes, and this is something I know from true crime and other stuff, but there's actual notes that correspond to human emotion. So oh, they'll yeah, write absolutely. a score to rise and fall in a way to, to drag tears out of absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There's also works. the brown they note. They get me every time. Yeah. So the only things I'm that kidding, really make me, up. like the ending <laughs> of Hell's Reach. <laughs> the only thing is, the only things that really make me cry are they have to do with like uh, father figures. Uh, so like click with Adam Sandler made me cry. I, I don't, I don't really cry during, I'm with Tom. I don't really cry during movies, but again, uh, I have, I have now, literally now had I'm not like bawling like my eyes out. I mean, 150 like, no, gallons cry. of fake blood next to me. So I am not yeah, a normal no, person. No, I'm, I'm talking like, uh, what is it? Raining, raining meatballs. Like the, a tear rolls down my cheek and I'm like, get the fuck back in You get the fuck. I didn't give you permission to I, 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 I fucking no love bitch. that character. <laughs> that toxic masculinity. Yeah. And then Chris is like, what's wrong? I'm like, fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. It's allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking bug flew my eye. It's that TM, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I wanted to kind of implement all of our, our personal experiences into this. Uh, I hope you guys have some to share because yeah. I have a couple. Uh, I might just share one for now uh, just so we can kind of. If, yeah, if, kick if, us if, off, man. Yeah, if. Uh, well, I don't know about kicking us off, but if uh, if you guys like this. Uh, our listeners, that is, uh, then we can, can kind of continue. More. Yeah, we Dibble can continue. I can share. More. I mean, I only have so many ghost stories they're, they're, before I yeah. just start straight up fucking lying. I've got <laughs> like one. Yeah. So, so as Mark, as Mark mentioned, this is our Loris Obscurus series, and we're planning on doing a lot of these like kind of tangential cool stuff. But I also have specific horror that I've written in the 40k universe um, with, with some of my stuff too. So we definitely, there's some stuff to mine here, but yeah, kick us off with a, get us a real ghost story. So I, I have a couple. G- g- give me a number between one and five. Three. Three. Okay. Three is probably the one that is the least scary. Does it have toes in it? It does not have toes. I'm asking, for, I'm asking for the community. It has ass cheeks. Okay. Which I think is almost as good. Well, no, don't, don't, okay. don't spoil it. I was it. like, don't waste my time with this, with this least scary one. If you guys want to hear more. Yeah, come, on, come on, come on, come on. Do the scariest. The scariest one? Hit us with the scariest. All right. Uh, or maybe the most, like, hair-raising. It doesn't have to be the scariest. I, I, yeah, because I have got one that I literally right, have well, to, If have you got trouble. a really scary one, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Yeah, okay. I, so uh, my mom, she used to take me to, uh, you know, the cemetery, the cemetery to go see her mom to clean up her uh, – her tombstone and uh you know put new plant new stuff and whatnot replace the flowers uh, exactly. i've never understood that uh i mean it's just visiting them and yeah up i've there. never understood that like visiting them yeah i've never we we don't in my family we don't have graves like we don't you guys just fucking keel over and you're like ah, that sucks you can yeah. kick them to the side yeah. <laughs> drop drop me in a pine box yeah, yeah, no yeah, embalming it's supposed to be then... a horror episode man <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah not depressing yeah. <laughs> scared right. so, so i'm depressing. so i'm witchy just just to defend tom for a second i'm witchy i'm pagan i honestly believe put me in the ground and feed me back to mother earth so i understand where he's coming from right right yeah. but anyway uh, I, I, I also understand like having a stone or something of remembrance right yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, we go there. Uh, I remember, I think I was, I want to say I was 10, I was 10 or 11. We are cleaning her tombstone. Okay. And we're, you know, scrubbing it down. We're planting new little flowers. Uh, I have to go across the street to go, uh, fill a bucket with water to, you know, water the flowers and whatnot. Uh, and then I cross the street and as I, cr- as I'm crossing the street, uh, and I'm walking to her tombstone, I see another tombstone from, I believe it was a world war one or two vet probably two 
but he wanted to be buried next to his, I'm assuming he wanted to be buried next to his wife, which was, I believe, passed away before him. And uh, they were both buried together. And he had a bunch of these white rocks or white stones. Uh, you guys have probably seen them a lot. I still don't know what they're called. Ryan, do you know what they're called? I don't, I don't know. But all the hair, the thing that I'm talking about, this is just on the edge of like all my hair standing up. Keep going. Yeah, yes. So I, I'm trying I'm trying not to make it funny. So you guys can kind of like really grasp the feeling that because my, my hair is raising up right now because I did not appreciate what this guy did to me. So, so, so those white stones, okay. do you guys know what they're called? I don't. No, are they, are they, are they like? But you know what I'm talking nope. about. Yeah, you're the little friend, well, round you're, like grave, like they're. No, they're they're like it's like kind of like uh they're like chipped. It's it's like just stones, like quartz. White stones. It's, it's like quartz. quartz. Yeah, it's yeah, quartz, it's quartz stone. stone. So he had a bunch of quartz stone. Because uh, because I'm guessing it was a cross. It was he has a cross tombstone that's like marble. It's like white stone, yeah, right? He, yeah, okay. he, it's usually quartz. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's quartz yeah. and marble. He he had that, and his wife just had one of those like the ones on the floor. On the floor, yeah, like a little slab, yeah. And I saw these white stones and I was like, wow, those are really cool. Those are really, really cool looking. So I, hel- I finished well, so helping my mom. You took one, didn't you? So I, <laughs> so I, hel- I finished Never. helping my mom. Piece of shit. I f- I'm 12 years old, man. So I finished. Still a piece of shit. I finished. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> rock, go clicky clack. Right, I get right, it. Right, I get right, it. All right. So I, I finished helping clean my grandma's grave. And uh, I, I, as we're leaving, I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going to go get me one of them rocks. <laughs> I'm going to go get me one of them rocks. <laughs> so I grab it and I put it in my back pocket. And as I'm walking to my mom's truck, I feel like my ass cheek is wet. <laughs> what the fuck? I swear, I swear to you. Like, look, I, I have goosebumps. No, no, I do too. I do too. I'm, appre- so, I'm in the story. I'm so, appreciating. Like, I like, and I just feel a chill from my ass cheek all the way up my back. Like, this dude slapped my ass and was like, "I'm gonna fucking." So he peed on you. So, so the the wet feeling was actually cold because I went, oh, to, touch, okay, I went okay. to touch my ass cheek and it was not felt wet. The rock. I but I just, just really rock. cold. It was really cold. So I grabbed the rock and I turn around and I just get the feeling of like, huh, and I chuck that rock right back <laughs> to the guys. Yeah. Oh, man, yep. dude. There Put you the go. Back. That yeah. was, Leave it there. That was my second experience. Yep. So, so you've uh, had more than one experience. I've had more than one. That's awesome. I've had more man. than one. This That's was probably awesome. the one that, that, like you said, kind of tripped me out the most. Yeah. Uh, not scary, but it was trippy as fuck. And I will never forget it. And and you think about it, it makes all your hair stand. Oh, um, oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. making my hair stand up right now, dude. That's crazy. You want to go next? No, I should go last. Okay, because mine, I'll mine, mine literally has someone that has blocked it out of their memory. So, mine. Uh, I mean, it's not super great, but this is really the only the only one I've got. I don't have a bunch of crazy spooky stories or anything, but there was one time I was on Catalina Island, and I used to do this thing where we would sail a tall ship around Catalina, like full on big old three-masted big old sails and all the nonsense. But because I had I had built a boat and donated it to this same uh, group at, uh, in a, as an elective class, we uh, we took the boat as how, part how of How old were you? I was in middle school, so I was eighth okay. grade. I was okay. eighth grade when this happened. So, about so like, like group project, you guys all built a boat? It is a group project. We built a 20, uh, 26 or 28-foot fishing dory. Which is a uh, like New England style uh, like sing, rowboat, single okay, not like single mast or anything. No, we okay. ended up we did end up putting two little sails on it, 
so that way we could sail it in the ocean a little more effectively. But um, it's like you could put like 20 people on the thing and row it around. Oh, dang. Okay. Like it was basically like a New England colonial version of a, of a liking, biking longboat. That's this cool. is some rich people shit. No, dude. This is, this I grew up in Oceanside. Like, Boats were this like this was in This was in Vista. That's, that's crazy. This was dude. in Vista Unified School District. Nothing special. It's just the teacher was like, I'm going to teach these that's kids. That's awesome. Some cool okay, stuff. cool, cool. But anyways, teacher brought so you. Cool. We, took yeah. the sail, we took the tall ship out. And then took the little rowboat, basically like a bunch, like a pirate shore crew, and rowed it from one point on Catalina where we picked it up to another harbor, and then slept on the beach. Catalina wine mixer, yeah, Catalina wine mixer. I was just talking about going there, <laughs> but uh, and I love Catalina. Catalina is great. But while we were on the beach, none of us. Ha- it's so you hear people say like, "Oh, your sea legs" or and stuff like that. But once you spend enough days on a boat, you need to get your land legs back. And no matter what you do, you can't walk in a straight line. You can't run. You can't do anything because the boat's going. You probably remember from being in the Marines, right? Yeah. Like the boat does this all the time. Yeah. And then when you get back on shore, you're like. Yeah. Like Best a newborn sleep. giraffe, basically. Best fucking sleep <laughs> in the world, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rock, Sleeping rock, on rock, a rock, goddamn boat. Oh, it's great. And the gentle ocean noise. Great. But then you get back on land and you're like a baby giraffe. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Wacky, inflatable, flailing so, arm tube band. Yeah. And so Wacky, <laughs> we went off to go. Um, there happened to be uh, uh, campground bathrooms like just up the hill for where we were sleeping on the beach. So we hiked up this hill and we get up there and then we just hear this like Bigfoot kind of noises coming out of the fucking bushes. And we're like 10 feet, 20 feet from the bathroom. And it's between us and the bathroom. Like a, like a boom. Like, Boom. like, or like, like a, big, like hoof feet, like oh. stomping and heavy breathing. Oh. oh, I know what it is. Oh yeah. And, uh, later we, you know, we, we brained it out, but in the moment it's like pitch black. Yeah, out. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It's night. There's some clouds. Cause you know, it's in the ocean. There's some clouds, not a lot of starlight or That's anything. Terrifying. And like, we can't see shit. And there's just this fucking like beefy animal, like. And there's like, and there's three of us, and well, none of us can like run. Catalina skunk ape. I just created new. <laughs> well, you know, and, and like, you can't run because your legs are all. <laughs> like, oh, dude. Uh, so we threw a rock at it and ran. <laughs> you, know, oh you, know what, do you know what animals we just, on? We just took off. No, you what, know what animals what on that? Catalina that isn't here? What is that? It's like a there's goat. Two or of them. There's two. Buffalo mm-hmm. and javelinas. Get yep. out. Well, oh, what's the it's probably one? buffalo. Javelinas, javelinas are like little tiny pigs. Yeah. Javelinas okay. are, are aggressive wild boars. Okay. Well, they're, they're, they're not. They're, 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 actually, they're actually not boars, and they're actually not pigs, oh, which is why uh, I said they are like. Are they, they like are, a donkey? No, no. They, so, so if you compare like them to any current animal, pig or boar is the closest. But they oh, are okay. a, they're like kind of like a... Not an ancient. They're like an ancient split off of that okay. type they're of animal. Distant cousins. They're, they're a fucking pig. buffalo. Dude. Yeah, so they're bison. A long yeah. time ago. I, yeah, the bison, bison, bison buffalo. Uh, there was a, they filmed, I think it was a Wild West movie. Uh-huh. And they needed to use Catalina to do it. And because for whatever reason, they had to film it on Catalina. Right. So they filmed it on Catalina and they imported buffalo to do it. To make it, you know, great. And then they just left them. And then it was yep. a bunch of money to 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 get rid of them. And so they just left them. They're like, oh, they'll either die or something. And they didn't ever die. Wow. So now there's a bunch of buffalo on Catalina. The, the other place that they're And they scare the shit out of you in the middle of the yep. night. Because yep. <laughs> yeah. the you can't see them. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, you have no idea how huge that they, animal no, actually is. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. yeah. There, and there's massive. one of the only places in the country that, and, and this is kind of turning around now with conservation efforts and some other things, but one of the only places in the country that there is native bison population is in Southern California, out in Ramona, Ramona Julian area. They actually have like yeah. natural untamed, uncapped bison do not 
I, I beg you, listeners, do not approach a bison. Yeah, it'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You I did. That, I made that mistake with a water buffalo. Yeah, oh, you that's did. the worst thing. <laughs> yep, made that mistake. Thought I it was a big cow. I don't <laughs> know what's God, worse, dude. a water buffalo or a moose. A water though. buffalo. I think. Ooh, like that's water a good buffalo. One. Like hands ice, down. I think that. No, 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 no. Moose dive to eat fish, so you could be scuba diving, and a moose could go by. No, like yeah. make moose, you poop your pants. Moose, no, but water, meese can fuck you up. Water, but buffalo? water buffaloes are just dicks. They kill yeah. lions. Yeah, they're just <laughs> like moose could kill I would, a lion. I, 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 hippo, hippo's hand down. Hippo's hand down. Anyway, we're changing stuff. I told you to stop making up animals. So, well, episode thirty-seven, we're going to talk about what animal would win in a fight. Hippo. I'm not even getting into this with you guys. It's a fucking hippo. Me or my cat. Yeah. So, so just before we, just before. We dive into anything i it, because you brought up graveyards and because this just came up like within this week did you guys see the video of the two police officers in like atlanta uh oh, responding the, the to scream? the call that yeah. fucking scream yeah so these two yeah, police officers <laughs> these two Wait, police what? officers <laughs> so they're responding to a uh disorderly disturbance in a graveyard and like like somewhere down south yeah and they get out of their car and they start they've got their late lights trained on the gravestones so the video you see the gravestones you see the lights moving around they both get out they walk around their car and they start heading towards where the disturbance was reported and then somebody blows into a mayan death whistle and you just see both cops like their legs stop working and they kind of fall and then they turn and they bolt they do not get back in the car. They just fucking bolt. Oh, just you can tell that they did not get back in the car. Yeah. They just ran. But yeah. but somebody on Reddit was like, I know exactly what that is. That is a Mayan death whistle. I yeah. have one. I forgot. I've, I've heard that. Well, yeah, yeah but that's what they sound like. I don't know what it sounds like, but I'm sure if it made two just Look like, it up. Dude, yeah. like regular ass like dudes just cower and run it is, like that, it it's is probably a, terrifying. It is a horrifying, blood-curdling scream. It is, oh, yeah, yeah. It's I scary. Would, I would and and it sounds like, And it sounds like it's coming from multiple voices. Yeah. Oh, it's That's one of those scary. noises that you like can't pick the direction. It, yeah, yep. it like, reverberates yeah. itself. It's fucking, they're yeah. horrific. Wow. That was one of my favorite there was sounds a, there was a DJs dude. put those kind of noises in, in songs that you can't tell what direction there's a, come from. There's a dude that yeah. has one at a party that you and I have been at. Um, there's a guy, I forget his name. He always busted out. And I almost punched him last time. Oh yeah. The, the, there's Is a dude, the there's a dude at wasteland yeah. that's oh. an asshole and yeah, fucking blows in yeah. it at like three in the morning. That's the one. Oh yeah. That's probably, and I know okay. what it is. So I'm always like, God damn I've it. But it's, heard it it's and just freaked. Been too drunk to process yeah. it. It's freaked my fiance out a couple of times. She's like, you need to go look at that. And I'm like, it's an asshole. With You're the like Mayan the fuck whistle. I do. I know exactly what it is. Now that I'm awake and I've calmed the fuck down, I know what it is. Well, you know, I mean, do you think it would still make a terrifying noise if you shoved it up his ass and he farted through it yeah yes yeah <laughs> or would it Times be more two. terrifying well because it, it would be more terrifying too <laughs> yeah because it would smell like a dead man <laughs> and, and sound like a dead man so before, before well, i you, pass it to you I said, go ahead well you've seen you know uh currently like in san diego the whaley house yep oh, is yeah. considered one of like the most haunted places in america yeah, yeah. yep, yep. So I've and been told. that's one of my experiences when when i was um I, it's not this isn't my experience but this okay, is talking okay, about okay. cops um when I was going through some of the training in my, my past background and stuff, uh, I'd met one of the police officers from San Diego and they literally do not respond to calls. If it's around the Whaley house, it does because, not surprise me. Yeah. Because, uh, two of them who are well known went there, saw a woman crying on the steeple outside, like the little balcony, oh my God, uh, when they shine the light on her, she disappeared. 
That, and yeah. they were like, all right, we're not taking calls from Whaley House no more. We're done. And they literally, like, people will call about people crying, uh, people running up and down the stairs in I the house. I don't want to do these episodes anymore, right? Yeah, no. And, like, literally, like, <laughs> like our, our San Diego police department is like, no. Not fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah, like, done. Nope, we're not going. Uh, <laughs> like, they literally will not go. So I have, I have an old ghost story. Um, and this is... This is this is something that I was around to experience, but this is not something I remember. So my mother's family is from the East Coast, um, and my grandmother at one point owned an old Victorian house in the Jersey Shore area. And if you know anything about the Jersey Shore area, not from the reality television show, just pumping like champs. Um, it's a lot of old Victorian houses. It's a lot of old like ship houses. That was a relatively big commerce area. Mm-hmm. So the house that she owned had been owned by an old sea captain several generations before she died. Oh, I already hate this. And it was a three-story house. So my grandmother was taking care of me. I was probably, I, I was still in a crib. My grandmother was taking care of me. My parents were both out doing stuff. Both of my parents uh, are medical professionals. So whether or not they were doing school or residency, I'm not sure. But I was alone in the house with my grandmother. And my grandmother had just gone up and checked on me and had come back down the stairs. And as she was coming back down the stairs, she turned to my mother and said, oh, it's good to see that you're home early, dear. And then she turned back into the parlor and went to sit down by the fire and do some needlepoint. About 15 minutes later, my grandmother realized that no one was in the house and that my mother shouldn't have been home. So she got up and ran upstairs to the bedroom that I stayed in. The bedroom that the crib was in, the bedroom that my parents were in, the crib was in, was the old sea captain's bedroom. So she runs into the bedroom and she swears or she swore uh, to her dying day that as she entered the room, she saw an old man in Victorian era clothing and an old woman in Victorian era clothing leaning over my crib. Yeah. That the woman <laughs> was, was soothing me. So I would stop crying because apparently I was being a little fussy that evening. Oh, I got goose guts. They were looking after you. I got so, that chicken skin. Yeah. So it's, a, it's, and it's a, it's a good ghost story. Like yeah, apparently they were good ghosts. Here's the other story from that same house. So I mentioned that it was a three-story house. So old Victorian three-story houses, they, it, was a, it was really a two-story, and then there's usually like a tower room. Oh, I totally room. thought you yeah. meant a three-story as in you had three stories about this house. No, uh, no, no. It was a three-story <laughs> house. This is the second story. So my dad, I, and my dad is a very skeptical person. Um, so my dad very reluctantly tells this story, but he's told it a couple of times. So they went up to the tower of the house within the tower is like, we would call it an attic, but if you've, if you can picture one of these houses in your head, it's literally a tower. It's like an eight by eight hexagonal tower room. I've been in them. Um, And it had a bunch of furniture in it. So they went up and they were moving some sea chests. They were trying to get some of the old furniture house was covered in antique furniture and all of that. And my uncle smoked cigars so, you know, he and my dad walk up, uncle smoking a cigar. My uncle puts the cigar down in the cigar tray in the middle of the room on the table that like they played poker on. And then they picked up whatever it was and they started walking downstairs. My dad's not a, a medical professional, ate cigars, made some comments to my uncle about not liking the cigar. And he's like, hey, you know, like, can you put it out? It's filling the, up the room with smoke. Yeah. It's filling up there. the room with smoke and the smoke is the, the, 
the smell is following us. And my uncle's like, oh, I left it up. You know, I'm really sorry. I'll put it out later. I left it up in the room. So they did whatever they were doing in the house and they turned around and they went back up to the tower room. When they got back up to the tower room, my uncle went to extinguish the cigar and couldn't find it. So fearing fire, they both start tearing the tower room apart, tearing this area apart, looking for the cigar, thinking it rolled under something, fell. They can't find the ashtray. They can't find anything. And my dad stands up, gets a whiff of cigar and looks. There is a nine foot tall mantle that ran all the way around each of the octagonal walls. The ashtray and the cigar were on top of the mantle. My Mm -hmm. uncle is five foot two. My dad is five foot eight. It was nine feet in the air. That's spooky. Yeah. Those are, those are the two. Uh, I have some Mm. others from seeing weird shit in Southern California, um, Mm. being followed by weird shit in Southern California. Uh, but yeah, those, those are my two intro. We, we can we can get into more if you guys like this stuff. So you're, what mm. you're saying is chupacabra, chupacabra, chupatangi, chupatangi. Tom, yeah, that's at the tone, all right. I'm I need goosebumps as so, I gave you goosebumps. You so the, chupacabra. So so to preference to preference this story, Pre- I actually have like I'm I'm being very serious here. I actually have a very hard time telling it. Okay. Um, this has there's I've there's two instances that are all related to these like moments that have happened uh, from when I was young to when I was older. And they all connect. They're all connected by one person. That one person isn't me. Um, so my, to, to preference this, my friend and I, um, my, he was, he was a longtime friend, uh, known him since we were in diapers, basically like, like not quite. I mean, you know, he was still wearing diapers, but I wasn't No, just kidding. Um, we, we knew each other since preschool. Okay. Um, and I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna say his name is, uh, John. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, Elion. John and I had, had been friends since preschool. And we were sitting outside of Starbucks one night where we used to hang out and we used to meet up with all the people that worked at Starbucks and they wanted us to tell this story or they wanted us to tell ghost stories. And that's what we were all doing. And I told this story with my buddy, John, who was there for it and scared the living daylights out of everybody that we were with. Right. Four days later, uh, after I had spoken to John on the phone, he had said that he had been having nightmares and I was like, damn dude, that sucks. Like that's really rough. Not, not connecting that we had just talked about this story. We went back to Starbucks four days later and we were, saw our buddies that was like, uh, like, uh, God, what was his name? There was a dude, Seth, I think his name was. And he came out and he's like, Hey, what up guys? Good to see you again. We're like, what's up dude. Cause that's literally, we would just hang out at Starbucks. Afterward. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and he was like, what's up guys? Like he worked there and he was like, man, dude, I am still like pissing like crazy dude. Like I had peed my pants the other day. Cause I thought I heard something cause of that freaking story you told. And I was like, I know, right, man, like it's scary. And then uh, my buddy, John looks at me and goes, what story? And I looked at him, I was like, well, our, our ghost story, dude, like our story of when we were kids. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the story that we told four nights ago here in the parking lot with like 12 people. Do you not remember that? And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. We were here that night. He goes, I remember us hanging out, but I went home and I had, hor- I've been having horrible nightmares since that night. And I was like, you don't remember this at all. Like this story. He's like, no. And I said, and I told him the story and he has no memory of it. And this is something that happened to both of you. And this is something that happened to both of us. And we both told that story 
that night. Dude, and brains, and ever since that, he completely, completely blocked it out of his memory. Oh, yeah, our, our brains do even to the point, shit. Even to the point of actually phasing out the star. I'm already getting cold chills here. Yeah. Um, even to the point of phasing Not out phasing. the story. <laughs> um, so I'm going to tell you that story now. Okay. So Is we there were somebody kids. behind me. <laughs> no, we were we were kids. We were we were probably 10, 11 years old. Okay. And to explain John's house first, when you walk into his house, the staircase is on the left that goes upstairs and it has a flat area where you walk up, go to the flat spot, turn, go up, right? So it's one of those uh it has L. a landing. It has a landing. Yeah. And then when it goes up to the top, now it's a two-story home, but the second story is only about a half of the actual story. Right. So it's uh, it, half you, of the layout. Yeah. So when you floor. walk in, you look up, you can see the hallway. Right. Right. There's this hallway that goes along the entire extent of the upper floor. Jesus and, Christ. I feel like I lived in it. Like, like, I'm not lying. I feel like I lived in this house. So when you get up to the top, I mean, they right? use the same floor plan for so many times. So when you get awesome. up to the top of the stairs on the left is a double door leading into the master bedroom. Then continuing down the walkway, right, which you can see from the first floor, there's a bedroom that is the office, there's a bathroom, another bedroom. And then on the right, which you can't see from the floor, is 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 uh, John's bedroom, right? Now, we're super late at night, and above uh, his front door are these two windows, right? Like, they don't lead anywhere. They're just windows above the front door. Yeah, they're, they're like loft windows. Yeah. And Please tell me this place was not an RB. No. Okay. And uh, this actually was in uh, Benita, old school Benita. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so, which is in Southern California, if anybody needs to know, Southern San Diego. Um, and so at night, right, the moon, when it's full, casts this blue light on this hallway. Right. And it's literally just a little walkway. Like, it, like that's all it is. There's a balcony on the left. It's like, a, you know, there's the, like a railing that overlooks. Mm -hmm. And yep. then the other side is the stairs. Is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 the I railing know, yeah. is on your left. If your wife were leaving John's Dude, I can room. I fucking draw this house. Yeah. I swear I've been in a very similar If you're model. leaving John's room and you're looking <laughs> straight across down to the double bedroom door, right? The stairs are right next to the double bedroom door. And these windows are on the left. So the light cascades through. And all that lights up is literally from that door to where you stand at, at John's room, right? Everything else is mirror glimpses of light. Like it's just reflect refractory, right? Right, right. So we're in there and, and his mom's rule was that we had to be in the bedroom. We didn't have to be asleep. We just had to be in the bedroom by like, you know, 11 o'clock, right? Don't wake them up. Yeah, exactly. But don't wake daddy. And uh, usually, um, you know, their door, would they would have one of their double doors open. Well, so John and I are in there playing video games. I think we were playing like Halo or something like on Xbox one, you know, um, and, and John gets up and he opens his door and he stops and John is tiny. He's like five foot, right? Like, well, we're at 11 at this time. He's, he's probably like four foot. Right. Uh, and I'm a, a good foot taller than him. I always was. He freezes at his door and, uh, and he stands there for a second and he goes, Hey, Tom. And I pause the game and I look over and I'm like, Sup, dude. And he goes, Can you please tell me what I'm looking at? And so I get up and I, I stand behind him. You know what I mean? Like he's on, he's, he's in the doorway, right? Brother, be a shield. Yeah. And I, I literally, I like put my hand on his shoulder and I bring my head around, right? And um, the double doors are open, but there is nothing there. It is just black, right? 
And in the blackness is a silhouette, right? And it is, it is, oh God, my hair is standing up like crazy. Uh, it is as tall as the door, right? Which is huge. I mean, this is to the ceiling. That's how big these doors were. And it, it, I just, I can't, it's just a pitch black. It's so black. It absorbs the black around it, right? That's how dark this figure is. And I stand there and I look at, and I look at John and I'm like, is that your dad? And he goes, I don't know. And the second he says that this thing lunges out of the door, right? Not a sound. It's past the stairs, right? And it's hand, it, it creeps forward, right? Where it's head drops down to its shoulders and its shoulders raise up. His hands raise up, his knees go bent. And you, all you can really tell is that he's got these long pointed fingers. Like I'm talking like long, like two, two fingers worth, right? Each one. And you can see him as he grabs on the railing, right? Can't hear a thing. Dead silent, but you can see it dragging into the railing right now. It's still really dark and it's this blue light. And all this thing is, is a mixture of blue and green and black. And it's just like, it, it looks like a smeared camo pattern. Right. And the way it's moving is it is moving. So like predatorily, like it's standing there getting ready. Right. And I mean, the speed at which this thing went from the door to past the stairs was enough to where Tim and I slammed each other into the wall. Oh, like backing up, backing up. Right. And so it stands there and it's just slowly like, like soothes, like moving side to side. And I can't tell at this point whether or not it's coming at us or not. And this, and, and it, it takes one step forward. And at that point, Tim goes, what do you want? It stands up and immediately dashes down the stairs, <laughs> right? And I mean, this not is- Not what you were expecting. No, and this like, is, I want to get the No, dude, out. like, and, and, and like, I was grabbing, I was grabbing John, John was grabbing me. Like, we were literally, like, I was standing behind him. I had, like, my arm around him. And, uh, and when this thing went up, I mean, it happened in that much. Like, that's how fast it was, right? And you, and it, it dissolved. It, it just, its image dissolved into the air. Like, you saw it go down the stairs and it went underneath, you know, basically where we were standing. So immediately, of course, we run him back into the bedroom. We lock the door. We barricade ourselves in, right? Turn on all the lights. And we literally sit back to back and we rock back and forth until dawn, right? Now we're passing out here and there, like falling asleep here and not, you yeah, know, nodding but off, I mean, like, I'm, I like, you know, John's got a screwdriver. I've got like a croquet mallet or something. And we're just sitting there yeah. back to back. And the whole time we're talking about what it was. And I'm what thinking, I'm thinking, what could it have been? Was it an alien? Was it, you know, have you ever seen the movie Signs? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you remember the alien? Yeah. That's, that's what it looked was, like. That's kind of what I was imagining yeah. as you were describing it. I was like, that's except like it, except it didn't have eyes. Like its image, there was nothing there. You didn't like, see any reflection. Of no, 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 it, no, no. It was black. It was just black. like, it was just black holes where its eyes oh, were. Oh, dude, that's fucking right? spooky. So I'm sitting there and like, we're rocking back and forth and I'm thinking, you know, like, like we're talking to ourselves and I'm like, could this have been, could this have been an alien? Could this, cause you know, like we're kids, man. We don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John was convinced that it was the angel of death and it was coming for him. Right. So finally, like we get up and it's, it's now dawn is breaking. Right. And we get up and we go, okay, cool. Let's check outside. So we muster up enough courage to, and we literally barricaded ourselves in. Like we made a hell of a lot of noise. Yeah. Right. Like we took a dresser and knocked it over. 
Okay. <laughs> so we pulled it back and, you know, we're moving ourselves and we get the door open and we look down the hall and it's sunny enough to where we're like, okay, we can see everything. It's safe. Yeah, we can see everything. The doors are shut. To the bedroom? To the bedroom. To the double door bedroom. To the double door bedroom. Okay. Right. The okay. doors that were open. That were, that were open. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. Or I'm standing there and I'm and I'm I'm saying to John, I'm like, what do we do? And he goes, I need to know if my parents are alive. Because one of the things that he was saying was that that was the angel of death leaving. He had taken he their souls. Right, them. right, yeah, right. He right. killed his parents. And so we're standing and something happens outside. Like I think I, I think it was like a door shut outside or a car or oh, something like drove by. Door. So it's like a noise happened because then the next thing I know is John goes, go. And then he runs. Right. And he's full speed down the hall and I'm full speed right behind him. <laughs> and we barricade through the door. Burst through it. His parents are laying in bed. Perfect. At arms crossed bed, perfectly made tucked in around them, what? not making a fucking move. And we barricaded through that door. Like we slammed through the door. Right. There's no way they didn't hear us. Right. And it it took us a minute, like it took us a moment, like that breath where we got in there and we go, what? Like and it just nothing. Like we stopped, we looked at them, nothing. And so John immediately runs over to his mother and is screaming at the top of his lungs and shaking her. And I am yelling, you know, like you know, Mister Such and Such, like, are you okay? Are you all right? Like, do you hear us? And all of a sudden, they snap awake, both of them, just, and they both jump up. Everything's fine. They're it's perfectly fine. Shit. Yeah. They're perfect. Yeah. Everything's normal. His mom thinks that we stayed up too late watching scary movies. Right, right. Right. So Damn she, kids. she takes us downstairs, makes us some cereal, you know, and yeah. nothing's wrong. Nothing, nothing happened. You know, like we continue our day, right? So years, right, after this, this it, it, it continues, right? So that itself, <laughs> that itself, that's the event has terrified me since as long as I can. Remember. Dude, I'm about to fuck you up, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. So I, well, I've already talked to people about it and figured out what this thing was. Right. Um, but so years later, whatever time passes, uh, the, the present day, John can't remember bullshit about it. I think he's full of shit. Right. You know? So I ended up going over to his house later and I was talking to his mom and I was like, Hey, do you remember that day? And she goes, Oh yeah. You guys were chased by the shadow man. You're like, bitch. And I went, <laughs> and I went, excuse, I went excuse me. I'm like, I thought you said it was bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I'm my like, my nipples well, are hard. I'm so scared. I'm like, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? Shadow man. And she says, Oh yeah, no, you were, you were, you guys kept saying that you saw a shadow man and you thought it killed us. And she's like, and you know what was so interesting about that was that you said it had run down the stairs. Well, I only remembered this because, I, you know, she had just redone all the pictures on the stairs. And she had said that the night after there was a picture of me and John when we were even younger um, out at... Um, uh, uh, what's that place called? Palomar Lake, like Palomar Mountains. Okay, right? okay. Um, and there was a picture of us standing on top of a mountain together, and okay. we had done this hike. And she said that the picture was broken, and it was the only picture on the wall on the stairs that had been broken, and it was broken that night that we had seen this thing. Weird. That picture was taken after John and I had run up the mountain screaming that we were being chased by a shadow man. That's when we were like six. So here's this thing, years later. Coming to get you. Coming to get us again, have, right? Have you, have you heard of the California Watchers? Yes. Okay. Yep. 
They yep. held watchers. So, so is that the the spooky people that are supposed to be around Elven Forest? No, that's the spooky that that's that's a re, we'll it's talk a about that later. It's a reoccurring. It's instance. a reoccurring California cryptid. Um, oh, okay. Basically, people who are hiking see a shadow person or several shadow people standing on top of mountains with like big top hats, like Puritan style top hats. Oh, I never heard about the hats, but I just heard of like shadow beings. I I think watchers was another watchers. I've heard a little bit about. I didn't. I didn't hear the big the big hat thing though. Well, that's new. So yeah, I mean, like basically, like I I went on a a, ninety one X like radio show was like having that ghost expert, the guy who did uh, Mister Mister Black Boots or something. Okay, yeah. Um, and and I talked to him. I actually, my world. <laughs> I actually got through online and I talked to him and I told him a little bit about this story. And he's like, "Oh yeah." And I'm like, "What do you mean? Oh yeah, dude! Like this is like, yeah, just, no, oh, I see yeah. that every week. Yeah, and this is what like it's okay. You're all, <laughs> something behind me. Move." <laughs> right, like right um, and and he says that this is the thing. He goes oftentimes. He goes now that one was extremely like aggressive. He's like normally they're not aggressive. They he's just like, you'll watch just see them. Yeah, he's like they watch from far away. They're like voyeurs, you know. And he's like, but that one was really aggressive. And he said, he goes, "Do you know? Do you know why?" And I said, "You know what?" I think it's because I've always been a bad influence on John's life. Like John, John would have never drank alcohol if it wasn't for me. John would have never, you know, gotten in certain situations if it wasn't for me, you know, like spooky ghost is like this motherfucker. Stop hanging out with him. Yeah. And well, I, I, I believe that this might've been like a reincarnation entity of his grandmother who was like soup. She died of lung cancer. Ah. Right. I smoke. Right. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yep. that's why I think like she, ne- I mean, granted, I didn't smoke when I was like 11, but you know, like we'll go who knows time. how spirits, exactly yeah, how yeah. spirits and time see, but, but yeah, I mean like this, this thing and, and like to this day, like one of the biggest things that scares me when it comes to, to, uh, paranormal, I am not scared by anything now. Like I, like most things I'm just like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That ball just fell on the floor. That's cool. Okay. There's a, like I, the other day, um, there was a light in my bedroom that when it laying down at a certain angle, I was convinced it was a woman and my body went into this, like, all right, I need to get up and go fuck this bitch up. She's in my room. I need to go punch her. Uh, and right, my, right. And my brain know. was like, no, just go to sleep. It's nothing. And my body's like, hell no, we're going to fight right now. Yeah. Right. So I'm constantly torn between this, like, fight instinct and yeah. like trying to it, understand it happens it. a lot in my dreams as well mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys have that kind of similar experience where like I, you have I scary have, dreams and i have very bad dreams but that's yeah that's, different yeah. it's a little different yeah well yeah. It's similar yeah exactly but but uh, it, fight fight kicks in a lot more than flight for me especially yeah. in my dreams yeah well so that's actually my diagnosis is that i have a over exaggerated fight yeah or, or over aggravated fight yeah. response my, to my, certain my, things my yeah. fight response hasn't activated in a long time. <laughs> dude, that night that I like literally like saw this like t- it was just a pole, but it looked like a woman. Yeah. Dude, my, it was so funny. You were ready to fuck shit well, up, it was right? so funny because I'm like, what is wrong with you, you lunatic? Just yeah. lay down oh, and go no, to I sleep. Like, absolutely <laughs> hate the logic side of my or not not hate, but absolutely hate that weird like part where the logic side of your brain kicks in. Yeah. I love it, like realistically, well, but it's that it's that bargaining with you. There is not a man standing on the other side of the fucking room. You're and then you go moron. punch the other side of the room. Well, and so like, so here's me, here's I think, I think one of the reasons like you all have a bunch of these like spooky stories, and I'm like, yeah, I, I got my like one, and it was a buffalo, is because that logical part of my brain is like ninety percent of what what is being said. It so like when like you said like a ball fell over, or there's like a weird shadow, the way a lamp works. Like my brain would go there first. Before going to spooky as somebody 99% of the time, it will always be like, that's a logical explanation. It was probably that. 
As somebody with an engineering, like somebody who does engineering now for my job, 100% my brain always goes to the scientific explanation, like, like always. Yeah. But it doesn't, there's a, there's a part of your, like, like whatever it is, lizard brain, hindbrain, whatever you want to call it, that responds immediately to stimulus. Oh, definitely. Like, uh, (laughs) I got scared by my tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Oh my good god! The The wings of the Aquila wrapping around my shoulder, like just these these little like tidbits right here, I could Mm -hmm. see. And like out of the corner of your eye, spider. Yeah, in a mirror, like out of the corner of your eye, like getting out of the shower, like early in the morning when it's when you're like tired, not really awake. You're like son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's happened a couple of times in the last two or three months, um, but I've seen it and I've just gone, do not do not go back and look into the corner. Like I like I'm walking through the warehouse at work. No one else is there, and I've seen it. And I've gone. Just keep walking. Do not go back and look at it. As soon as you acknowledge its presence, you'll either be like, "You dumbass, it's a box," or it will know that you saw it and it will continue. Yeah. Um, well, but, the the things yeah. that that scare me the most now, the only things that like really, really genuinely scare me, is what I can't see. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the movie Paranormal Activity scared the hell out of me. <laughs> scared live, the hell you, out of me. You live He's, you live within like three blocks of that house they filmed I know, it in. I know. <laughs> I literally live near so, that house. Yeah. Like paranormal it's all activity. Fake. Yeah, I know but the people did. But it. the fact that you couldn't see anything yeah, yeah. scared the hell out of me. I don't remember. It's, it's found there's footage. There's a series of paranormal. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch. But is that the one where they use the like Xbox Connect? No, to like show the ghost in the house. No. You're talking about the. It looks like that. It's an IR blaster, but yeah, it's kind of so. It looks like an IR blaster, but it's it's uh like they I don't. It's like, they it's don't show there Xbox. isn't there isn't a ghost in the in the very first Paranormal Activity. In one, you of them? do not see maybe anything. maybe yeah. in one of them. I don't know. You don't yeah. see the ghost. What you see, so the way I don't know. You if, see its reaction. So, well, yeah, what you see, what you, like what they do the is they put the camera in night vision mode. Yeah, and it's like up on the up on the wall, right? And the kids over there playing his little motion control game in that the must dark be like, right that must yeah. be like the second or third I, I, it's one. like then, the fifth one and then i mean from a from a tech film inking standpoint you can see it's just a dude in a full black fucking onesie oh, basically yeah. but then you see a second shape and so you know how those uh ir readers work yeah right? it yeah, just yeah. like a thousand lasers it's scatter lasers yeah and, and so then you idea. see this other shape but there's no detail on it and that's like the ghost right but you and that's the only time you ever like see its shape is when it's in the room with that because it's the only room that that's in. Yeah. And the rest so, of the movie, it's just like fucking throwing knives so, in the ceiling. So the reason I've been really quiet is because I had a very, very similar. Yep, uh, I'm telling you, dude. To Tom, I'm telling you. Uh, and and like every everything you was talking about, I was just like, oh my fuck. Oh, dude, his legs look like a chicken drumstick. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that that was my. Look, he's still he's still yeah. greasy. Dude, right here. Oh, oh, that's some fucking chicken breast right there. Yeah, Give me some of that. Chicken breast. <laughs> let's, let's deep fry it. Let me Let me Yeah. So I'm not gonna talk about it this time, but yes, I did have a very similar experience. Um, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's a very common phenomenon to Southern California. And when we were in, when we were in high school and I'll, I'll be super brief on this. Um, we used to, we lived very close or I lived very close to the San Pasquale Valley. There's a bunch of stuff that happened in the San Pasquale Valley. Like there was, there was a battle during that I was about to say, pre or post civil war. Or, no Mexicans. There's oh, there's, Mexican that, yeah, there's a battlefield. Out yeah. There's yeah, battlefields Mexican out there. There's a bunch, there's a bunch of stuff that happened in the area. And I, I had a friend who lived out in kind of like vineyard, um, territory. It's the same friend that had the like super awesome, like high level internet that allowed us to land party. 
Oh, yeah. Because his parents worked in tech. His house is haunted as fuck. No, no, no. Not his house. (laughs) Fuck that noise. Could play Halo and maybe get killed. But we used to to go. By this ghost. (laughs) But we used to, you know, we would hang out. We would land party there all the time because awesome internet and parents were in tech. So lots of money and and gizmos. But then we would also, like, you know, we would. That was the house that we hung out. It was basically the party house. We hung out and drank beer there. You know, we would we would go walking and all that. And there were several times that weird stuff happened. But one time we were all the way up at the top of the hill. And these are all they're not all vineyard houses, but it's vineyard area. So there's all these long driveways and big houses. And as we were walking from the top of the hill back down, uh, we actually went to go steal the Ryan Drive sign. It's just Ryan Drive. So we went and stole the sign for me. Mm -hmm. And we were walking back. Um, I stopped and I'm like, we're being followed. And they're like, we are not being followed. And I'm like, we are totally fucking being followed. And I started pointing out. And this thing, the thing Tom was talking about, was following us roof to roof. And we never saw it hop from uh, roof to roof. Crumpus. But it would immediately be on the next roof. So and it would like be moving yeah, along which, the roof which after is, us. Is, is commonly known as multiples. It wasn't just one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they were, they're each individual, you know? So this is a very common... And and seems to be the hills of Southern California, and, and I, I mean there, there's there's reportings of these things in like Eureka and stuff like that. I would totally love dig if, if you guys like this sort of content, uh, listeners. I would totally love to do these. We haven't like, even got into 40k. Yeah, we yet. haven't even touched 40k <laughs> yet. But like these cryptid stories, these haunting stories, I love this stuff. I could do one yeah. of these a month. Yeah. But, I, I love these two, but I I don't have that many stories. Well, what's it? <laughs> wait, but but like 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 so yeah. What it? What was your experience with the same thing I, I wanted to save it for the next episode all right i, I have a couple i have um well that's good because i so, literally so, got my buffalo and that's it yeah <laughs> so, so i actually wrote some of them down because so, i actually forgot one of them that i experienced uh but i'll give you guys some teasers so the first one i'm going to call it uh the couch leprechaun Ooh, ooh, I already hate ooh. that. I already hate that. Like a house goblin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, the second one is Were Black Dog. After his puppy. Ooh, oh, Black ooh. Dog. Black yeah, Dog is a. Oh, oh my God. That is a thing. That's I a real thing. A black Dog story. Yeah. We, yeah. I think everybody um, who drives at night has a Black Dog story. That, it, it's literally Stop. called. Stop. Seeing, I don't want to think about it's it. It's literally right? called so there's, seeing the Black Dog. Stop. So like, there's a cryptid called the Black Dog. I know. Yeah. I yeah. know. And that's, See, for me, it was me. it was called a possum, and I definitely ran it over. <laughs> I know. But there was no dog. It was ju- definitely a no, black, my, my black dog. Black dog is described as being like twice the size of a mastiff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black yeah. dog giant, is a, a giant, giant black shadow yeah. dog that like jumps runs across in front of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. uh, usually experienced in it. pine barrens or oak forests. Anyway, continue. Yeah, that, w- that sounds familiar. Yeah, no, dude, I've got, I've got, I haven't even talked about my animal stories yet. Yeah, um, and then my last one, I'm gonna call it Heavy Breath Lady. Oh my good god! Ooh, I don't, I, I don't like. That. I don't like oh the name. That's just creepy. I don't like that. So motherfucker, the corner is behind me and it's black and red. So so if you guys want to hear those stories, let us know if you like this. Uh, We're going to segue into the 40K. Yeah. I want to do I want to do this, like talk about stories that hold on. I've got like a couple stories that I'll name. Okay. Yeah. Talk about. I'll I'll write them down. Okay. There's the owl that never blinks. Ooh. That's a good name. That one one is literally fucking terrifying. Um, uh, The dog in the kid's room. I can't wait. Guys, uh, please like this content. (laughs) The crying girl that was never there. Oh, fuck. We were talking about crying. We were, well, no, you, you were talking about, we were talking about crying girls before. 
like a couple days ago that weren't there. The crying girl one isn't one that happened to me personally, but it happened to my brother. Um, I, you actually reminded me of one. Uh, I'm going to say uh, this: the last one I have is uh, saying goodbye. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to come uh, that, out and say it's it. It's a personal one, but just I'm kind of glad that I don't I know, right? yeah. uh, that yeah. I don't have a bunch of this spooky nonsense. Uh, I don't cuz I don't react super well to spooky nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> as we've seen. <laughs> Kevin's oh, like, yeah. oh, the first every time we play phasmophobia, I get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always cuz motherfucking Mark locks me out of the closet. He's like, "Let me in." I'm like, "Fuck no." There's there's a great video of a dude playing VR phasmophobia that I saw. Oh, I was. So there's this video of this dude. He's, he's streaming it, right? So it was me. And, 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 <laughs> so it, and it's got it. it's got the thing on it. And he's like, oh, it's in. Oh, there's, there's the book. I need the book. I need to pick up the book. The room's dark. He's in the fucking room. It's in the fucking room. You're in the fucking room. Don't fucking jump at me. I'm going to get the butt. Motherfucker, he's in the room. And the guy <laughs> literally turns around and starts running and <laughs> yank the VR <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, oh, he physically ran. That's great. Oh, and yeah. I'm laughing my ass off. And, and, and my, my significant other is like, what the fuck are you watching? I'm like, this dude flipping out playing the game. I am like borderline that Kevin, scared, Kevin, like when we were doing it, this thing was chasing me. And like, and it just it turns had and ran, well, him. It had ran past, like, past Kevin, and it was the first time we'd seen anything like that. So all of a sudden, you just hear Kevin go, Oh, what the fuck is that? Because, <laughs> like, he had never played the game. Was, we didn't oh, tell him anything about it. We were yeah. All like, I knew is you go, you go, like, track down ghosts, and like, there's a crucifix and salt and shit. And I'm like, All right, let's do this. And it fucking, it's like a little baby. Yeah. You know, in the, in the horror movies, when like the thing, like breaks its its arms backwards and like crawls yeah, around. Yeah, spider yeah, yeah. Crawl. yeah, yeah spider, spider crawl. It was like doing that down the stairs at me. Ugh. Oh my god! That was VR. No, no, this no. Is, this okay. is Thank God it wasn't in VR. I'd Remember, shit myself. Uh, it was the one where we the, it kept locking the front door on yeah. us. Yeah, okay. But then, yeah, like, yeah. you ran into the kitchen, so it didn't chase yeah. you down. It, it got, killed me it at got the door. Tom yeah. at the door. Yeah. And then it got it got me, but it did it. It got me by like spider crawling down the stairs, but it like paused on the landing and like oh god and looked yeah, at you. It oh. looked at me. It's like hey, and bitch. The door was locked. I'm okay. I was like, I have literally nowhere to go. So like, I was just like taking pictures of it as I died. I was like, evidence! Evidence! <laughs> I remember that he took like three photos of it. I, I was like, you guys have to see this. Oh my God. This. That was the thing is he was so, showing the pictures, but it wasn't on there. It was only on his camera. Yeah, he for some the reason ghosts. there was a glitch. So whenever they picked up the camera, they couldn't see the pictures. <laughs> and it was Kevin, like, so you're like, Kevin, what the fuck are you yelling about? <laughs> Why do you think and then eventually, did you literally like trip and kill yourself? I, I don't fucking understand. Yeah. died and like spectator cameraed over to the ca where the camera oh. was sitting and he could see it yeah. in that view oh, and he was God, like dude that is fucking creepy it's <laughs> like, so uh, so i got i got a really cool special effects thing that i want to share with you guys just because i'm the special effects guys and then we'll, we'll jump into the main topic um and and it's a good thing that our main topic is a brief overview of how history or not history how horror interacts with 40k because i don't know how much we're going to get to today but um so the movie The Ring, there's the sequence where Samara is coming out of the television for the first time. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, her hair is, like, dripping down and, like, she's wet and she's... So they actually filmed by the actress went backwards. Because this was before... If you go back and watch The Ring, the, the premise of The Ring is if you watch this videotape, you die. Yeah. And, like, I know that's a really weird... Yeah, I know that's a really weird concept because, like, VHS tapes don't exist anymore. But this was at it a time... Sense in 2002. 
Yeah. This was a time in special effects where like the type of post-processing that we have now doesn't work. And I love learning these things about old fucking horror movies or old movies. Oh yeah. Where they had these real technical. They had the actress, her hair was wet and she like dripping wet and they had her walk uh, like, like crab walk, spider walk backwards into an empty television set and that's how like if you watch it again yeah. like the hair literally like flows down yeah, yeah. the outside yeah, it of the flows television like water yes. i thought i thought what they had done was like pour it in like a bucket of water like no, she walked back so, yeah her hair was soaking wet and she walked backwards and that TV. makes total sense because in reverse you know, yeah. pulling it up over, but she doesn't look like it flows. She looks like she's stuttering like an old VHS tape, but she does not look like she's going backwards. And the reason I bring that up is because in Tenet, as soon as you know what happens in Tenet, you can totally be like, oh, yeah, they're all walking backwards. You guys, yeah. If you guys see that, like, as soon as I, I found that. the trick, so, I'm like, motherfucker, they've been walking backwards. Have you guys ever watched uh, Gothica? Yeah. yeah. With Halle Berry? Yeah, we've watched it several times, actually. Yeah, that, trying to remember that one part. Where is that one shows, of the vamp- is it the vampire one? No, no. no, no, no. It, she's in a psych ward. Yeah, and for, like, there's like, like crazy shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. But that one scene, I will never forget it. Uh, it's the scene where it shows the guy down the hallway, but he's like moving in all these weird jerky motions. That shit will never leave my fucking mind. Dude. Oh, yeah, so I've done on the hill. I've yeah. done I've done a couple. So I run a Deadlands Noir game. It's horror based. RPG right, right. game for for some buddies that I used to be, uh, you know, some military buddies and some other people that are kind of all spread out across the United States right now. But there's a couple of times that like we've wrapped up a game and they've been like, "Motherfucker, you literally scared us." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Excellent, my plans are coming together." <laughs> That's why whenever I try to tell a story, I try to tell it as though like I'm experiencing it for the first time. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, because yeah, I think you, that sells it more. You did Actually, a great just, job telling that story. Yeah, that no, did, and that, 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 that that's was not good. me trying. That's just me really remembering it because it's fucking terrifying. That was but, but, but like good general. orientation. I, uh, oh, I've told it a few times. Actually, way way better after than you, my rock. Story. After you brought up uh, some game like a game related spookiness, uh, there was one time where. I got super scared uh, playing. What was it? Doom. You Doom when, three. I, the one I where you could only that. you could only hold the flashlight yeah. or the gun. It was oh, Doom yeah. three and because that was duct right. taping a gun to well, a flashlight. Right. That, was, that was where the duct tape mod came out and everything <laughs> like that. But the game, it was right in a revolutionary graphics change. Oh where, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Dynamic shadows. Don't and go dynamic back and Reflections. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh now that. it probably looks really bad. But that was like it was like revolutionary like. Spooky shadow. Yeah, game. it was like the like one of the first like one scary of the first, games. It was one of the first good scary. Games. Well, I told you guys that like that I got wasn't, I got know. to the point playing through Dead Space where I was literally standing in my living room. Oh, Dead I Space. was yeah. playing Dead Space, Dead Space standing. Oh, I, I was like, I I'm not sitting. I'm <laughs> no. Dead Space is probably the best of the those like spooky man. shooter games yeah. from that era. From that era, definitely Dead Space is, is a phenomenal yeah. game. For, uh, foreshadowing but, on our Discord, he oh my god, he oh, yeah. he's played so much Dead Space. I, I really like Dead Space, but um, love to play Dead he Space. He was Doom yeah. Three, yeah. And my friend had just gotten it, probably Pirate Bay. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been, it's been a long time, but it, those wire. were that was also the way to get games back then. Porn wire, <laughs> <laughs> not um, porn wire, virus wire. But yeah. <laughs> we were home alone, and it was like eight or nine o'clock at night, and I was playing through the opening scene where the demons possess everybody. Yep. And he left the room to go downstairs and make some chicken nuggets, and all the fucking demons came out, and it was dark in the room that we were playing in. Good man. And I was, you know, spooked out. Totally, totally like, like here, play the game. <laughs> no, no. And then he comes in the door 
like walks into the room and I had the mouse in my hand and I literally huffed it across the room at him. <laughs> like he scared the shit out of me. <laughs> the absolute worst. Because he opened a door and I had these headphones on and all I heard is this door open to my left and I'm like, ah! The absolute. But like it's all wired so it just goes like, three, like three feet and just like stops. rebounds off the wire and goes back and I'm like, man, I'm a fucking idiot. The absolute worst in that you, opening sequence was when you, you walk into the bathroom the first time. Oh, and you look yeah. at yourself? And you pass the mirror and the mirror wigs out. Like I was, that yeah. I was like, uh, yep. That was yeah. when I stopped. Like the mirror shatters. Consequently, that was when I stopped playing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like two minutes into the game. <laughs> and I don't. Tom's like, fuck this that shit. Game was I'm out. spooky. No, because I will. I will so punch spooky. the television. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, That's what happens. If I get scared, I'll punch the TV. It's I had to stand react. across. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Mind you, I had a like a sixty-inch rear projection TV at the time, but yeah. I had to stand across the room when playing Dead Space. Yeah, I can't do it because I was like, I'm gonna fucking headbutt the television if I sit. I played bloodshot okay. that uh condemned three bloodshot yep, yep where you're in like old like apartment buildings and shit and the mannequins started following me uh, 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 uh there's a game called outlast that's yeah it's an outlast that's the one spooky. where you fucking run yeah that's yeah. all you have to do yeah and you've got a camera that can see the this, ghosts this is your video game episode kevin sorry yeah. <laughs> all right no, yeah uh, so outlast is spooky though you're yeah, in like so, this weird insane asylum but yeah. it's on top of this spooky and lab and there's yeah. this ghost that oh my god i'm moving my chair back and forth and like i and like you know like it's just inertia so i stop and there's that one extra twist, and I'm like, something grabbed a moon mature. What was that? Um, another um, so one uh, one episode or not episode, but one like one episode. Uh, kind of another video game related one that spooked the hell out of me. Not as bad as Doom Three, but it was the we don't go to Ravenholm episode. Um, oh, chunk episode. of fucking Half Life Two. Yeah, the like chapter of Half Life yeah. Two. That was spooky. That was spooky as shit. That was super spooky, and it and it had all the all the check marks. It had creepy dude in a church. It had zombies. It had screaming zombies that could like climb <sighs> up Half-Life? the walls. Yeah. Half Life Two. So in Half Life Two, there's an episode or uh, not episode. There's, there's a, a town city in the lore yeah. where it got shelled by head crab artillery. Yep. So you know the little head crabs that like turn people into I, zombies? I, I, you guys are gonna hate me for this. I've never played Half Life. We'll, 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 we'll fix that. Your nerd card revoked. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, um, it's it's a, a great. Essentially, it's an entire town got turned into these zombie things, and the few survivors there like built a bunch of booby traps and stuff. But then they all like died anyways. Uh, <laughs> so it's a town full of zombies and booby traps. Nice honorable mention. And you have to go through this town to get to where you're trying to go. And like, like a raccoon city, essentially. Yeah, essentially, it's but it's all like boarded off, and like it's and it's called "We Don't Go to Ravenholm." Yeah, oh, that's nice. the name. That's of the, mission. the name of like the mission, and so, yeah, so you have to try to get through there. And that, out of all like the like big mainstream games, that nailed spooky level. Oh yeah, totally. So uh, the Warhammer world is the Warhammer 40k world is over the top. Like all the other settings that exist were tossed into the same fucking blender. Somebody hit blend, they poured out the mush, and then they turned the mush up to fucking 11. Uh, so while we goof around a lot when it comes to some of the lore and a lot of the settings, horror and darker elements, trying to balance it out with humor, there's a lot of reason as to why that's done. And 40K doesn't shy away from any of that. There's a lot of... Uh, parts of getting that truly terrifying and downright mind fuckery that requires over the top or weird humor to get that reaction from you. So we wanted to take a look at some of the standout horror elements that exist in the setting to help to give 
background into how you can approach lore writing for some of this or even setting up tabletop scenarios like specific crusades or specific missions, just kind of designing from the horror perspective in general. In uh, our first episode, we actually talked a little bit about the movie Event Horizon. And one of the... One of the things that yeah, a lot of people point to Event Horizon is kind of being like a spiritual successor to the 40K universe. Um, it's not necessarily, but that's the rumor mill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like when you break it down like that. Oh, yeah. It definitely has. Uh, it, it, if you want, I, I think, Tom, you brought it up. If you yep. want like a really good representation of what the warp the looks warp like. warp is? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Event Horizon. Yeah. There's a couple flashes in Event Horizon that give you a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally good idea. I mean, this is a game where, you know, there's a faction that screams blood for the blood god, skull for the skull throne. So, like, there's definitely horror is at its core uh, as much as Cockney orcs are at its core. (laughs) You got to balance it, Nurgle, like, when you think about, like, the forces of Nurgle, that scares the hell out of me. It's disgusting when you think about it, you know? Hopefully you guys will like these kind of scary story episodes and we'll, we'll pick something specific and we'll get a lot more grittier with it. Uh, but to start kick us off, I want to talk about the horror franchise Alien. Plays around a lot with the idea of the unknown and infiltrating threat and just isolation. Um, to give you guys an idea, a facehugger will lay an egg and then the alien grows in an unseen place. And it doesn't actually burst forth until it's fully grown. So the person that it's in may not even know it. And at that point, the alien then sneaks off and will do things like drag others to its queen. It's just trying to spread. It's a very grim, dark franchise in its own light, and it can be a very good way to set the mood for things like the gene stealer cults and the Tyranids in general. So, yeah, uh, I wanted to kind of touch on Tyranids because to me, they're the most, uh, I guess, like horror esque, like genre of an army. And just like Ryan mentioned, uh, Nids are a lot like Alien, and where Alien was kind of like a horror thriller back in the day. I kind of wrote something up kind of from some research that I did, and it's probably not, you know, scary, kind of like the stuff we were talking about earlier, but if you implant yourself into that world, it can definitely, just the the mindset that you are in as you're going through these things can be very horrific. So I just kind of wanted to, I guess, like a little short a little dabble? A little, a little dabble into uh, the life of a, a gene stealer cultist guy. The Tyranids, they they send out vanguard units, uh, basically units that will ring the dinner bell for them and let them know, like, hey, this is a very resource-rich planet. This is a good planet to take over. And kind of like the, the whole idea of them taking over that planet is is pretty pretty horrific like the you know as we get into it you'll you'll kind of understand the the xeno scum that is the tyranids whether they send lictors they send gene stealers they send these little these uh single life form bio ships to send out these vanguard units and when they send these units out there they they stow away on ships they hide out on planets they hide and they bide their time they're well, like- not like gene stealer cults, like they look human, right? Like that's the point. Yeah, Depending definitely. On what generation they are? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so as they infiltrate planets, and, and each of these do it in different ways. A lictor is going to infiltrate a planet much more differently than what a gene stealer would. Right. So, a gene stealer, we can probably go over a lictor later. I'm going to go over how kind of gene stealers infiltrate planets because it's a, 
it's probably not as scary, but it's definitely horrific. It's got a lot of alien themes to it. Very, too. very much so, which kind of like uh, influenced me and in how I themed my army. So a gene stealer finds itself on, let's say, a, de- a death world. Uh, it'll meld to this planet. It'll it'll be as if it belongs on this planet. And let's say uh, let's say a little guard regiment decides to train on this death world. That gene stealer will then stow away onto this ship and find its way back to, let's say, their home planet. Or maybe even maybe even they have some shore leave and they're going to stop and resupply. By this time, that gene stealer would disembark and just melt into the shadows. Now, let's say you live on this planet. Let's say your mom decides that she wants to go out late and get some uh, corpse starch Cheerios uh, from the local market. She decides that she wants to take a faster route this time. And this route just so happens to be a little bit darker. And this route also just so happens to have a gene stealer in the, <laughs> a gene stealer in the dark. Uh, as she passes the heaps of garbage, something leaps at her, grabs her, and delivers what's known as the gene stealer's kiss from its ovipositor. 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 Or what I like to call is its face stick. It's it's like the if you guys need an idea of what an ovipositor is, and you've seen the alien, the movie Alien, it's the thing that the face hugger shoves down your throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, 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 face, it's face stick. It's, it's, wing, it's, it's basically a penis that implants eggs. Right. So when it sticks this ovipositor into you <laughs> and uh, distributes basically what is a parasite that forever mutates your mom and all of her future kin into something else, it alters her body, her mind, and makes it her obsess over this patriarch. From this point forward, your mom is used as breeding stock for new gene stealer cultists, the first generation, which are just little baby bugs. You have a little baby bug brother. And so as your mom comes back, you are either killed or worse, dig down yourself with the ovipositor. <laughs> yeah, because, because Becoming part, a carrier. Yeah, because part of the mutation in especially the first generation is they get ovipositors themselves. They have yes. the ability to lay their own eggs. Yes. Yeah, so and have the children. Mutations. So they don't have to bring them all back to that first one. Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought the, that patriarch one or whatever had to be the I, one to impregnate. I think all. there's I think there's a cooldown, but there's there's okay. like 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 think like uh, you know, not it Mark's doing a, a, a very creepy like your family gets taken over, but think like you're at you're at a club and you make out with some chick and you may not even know that it was just face stick you. and you, yeah, and then yeah. that's how you get a tapeworm. Yeah. Right? You just you all you know is that you made out with a hot hive chick. <laughs> yeah, and now you have uh, you know, Bad, bad future bug babies. Yeah, it's like it's like herpes, but you grow extra arms. Yeah, it was funny the whole time you were talking about like your mom, your like face. going out to get some Cheerios. I, I was in the back of my head, just being like, "Someone's in the kitchen with dying." <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about getting ovipositor. Someone's in the kitchen. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and change gears now. Imagine that you're reborn into a world where you love and worship an idol. And you believe that it'll bring you salvation. When you finally see the world-ending moment where there's a huge bioform with tentacles blocking out the sun, big enough to almost satisfy your mom. Meanwhile, (laughs) raining bugs and parasites that you see eat your best friend's face because he wasn't bad touched by a gene stealer or a descendant of your great-great-grandma. Meanwhile, at the end of this, you're killed by your uncle that looks like a used sock puppet. And you're thrown into a vat of acid, realizing that at that last moment, your whole life was just to be used as a protein shake for a lictor. Yeah. Which I leave 
for our next story on our next horror episode of how lictors are so very mean. Lictors oh can my God, be lictors super are terrifying. Freaky as shit. Uh, Baldermort actually has a super good little series about lictors. I listened to that and today. And it is terrifying. The, the, the entire the entire idea of a lictor is fucking terrifying. He he actually he na- I mean he nails a lot of a lot of stuff really well, but he nailed the terrifying aspect the of a lictor yeah. and just like the the existential dread that it gives. Yeah. The, the little mini story. It's terrorizing a planetary governor. Oh yeah, but it won't kill him. Well, it just comes awesome. into his right. like. We, we his can talk bed. about that yeah. on the next Lictor yeah. episode. Yeah, it comes into his but, bedchamber, uh, slaughters his house guards. Again, we could talk about it on the next episode, Kevin. God damn it, stop, it's ruining, so good. stop uh, ruining my story. I want to talk about Lictors <laughs> on the next episode. <laughs> we'll get to it. I do love that so Kevin good. just disregards when you're <laughs> like, like, so, oh, we can talk about it later. He's like, yeah, cool story, bro. <laughs> the Tyranids also tap into that existential dread of the unknown. The hive mind is like a great slumbering old god. And both in the 40K universe and as players, it's just not something for us to know. The hive mind is an unknowable horror that existed before us and will probably exist long after life in the Milky Way galaxy is extinguished. So sticking with this format, we're going to introduce a couple of our own personal ghost stories, own personal spooky stories, and then we're going to look at something else that exists in the horror world and relate it to how it can be used in 40K, specifically when it comes to writing lore or developing stuff for your own armies. Next episode of Loris Obscurus, we are going to focus on authors like Robert W. Chambers, H.P. Lovecraft, Stephen King, and Dean Koons, and talk about how they really kind of utilize the ideas of the unknown to stoke these fears in us about old slumbering gods, existential horror that we just don't understand. Um, it's very, very easy with stuff like that to look in and focus on the chaos gods of the warp. So we will be back with some chaos warp stories for you guys next time. And then we'll move right along into a couple of other topics, like some of the undeady vibes that come off the dark Eldar, some undeady vibes that come off the Necron. Yeah, and then I of even, course, I even the- have a, uh, what is Mark listening to segment <laughs> for chaos? Uh, and if you guys are interested, I would really like to hear if you guys want to hear, we all shared a ghost story tonight. Yeah. Send us yours. A story of ours. I want to hear yours, but I also want to know if you guys want to hear some ghost stories specifically in the 40 K universe. I'm sure we could write some, I think we could definitely come up with some pretty good stories for you guys. So, So going on what Tom's actually talking about, uh, I play Tao as well. Uh, and I kind of play a Farsight-ish Tau because I don't have Ethereals, but I have a very specific reason, and it is dripping in horror. Yeah, you've got yeah. a little, little spooky too. I yeah, got, I got this, a huge spooky guys, story about Tau. If you guys hear this episode and you like this idea, we want to know because that's going to tell us what we're going to fill, what we're going to record for you guys next. Yeah. And if it's coming up with some ghost stories in the 40 K universe, I think every single one of us is going to enjoy that. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, we, yeah. we love telling Laura guys. I was going to say, I'm not the best storyteller, but yeah, no, I don't that mind. Was cool. I don't mind that was cool. You came up was with it? that little, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it that's awesome. the thing that, that gave me good. the idea, man. I think I, and, and that's, it was a good, and that's it was a, a little, great like, short, like one paragraph, two paragraphs. Yeah. A little quick, like, sto- quick horror yeah. story. I like that. Yeah. So it's a really quick, like, like you, you could do a two paragraph story about lictors and just really drill down to what they are. And we'll, and you know, we're going to, we're going to kind of follow this format of talking about chaos next and then talking about something else next. But we definitely want to come back to all of this stuff. And we definitely, I, I had a lot of fun telling ghost stories like yeah. from real life. So let us know how you guys like this. Let us know if you guys want, 
us to do a segment that's that's us talking, but just our fucking paranormal experiences in fucking <laughs> the real world. I'd love to keep doing that, man. This stuff's cool. Yeah, I, I dig horror. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I just love storytelling. So, literally, if you guys want story being told from 40k, I'll do that. If you want story being told from real life, I'll do that. Yeah. If you want story being told from like I don't know someone else, someone, perspective. someone else's perspective, I'll do that too. <laughs> I just like telling stories. Yeah, well, I mean, Tom, Tom's a pretty good storyteller. So, if you guys do have a story and you want to share it with him, uh, he can definitely tell your story. Uh, Ryan oh, I'd be happy to. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys have that, we're more than happy to. I can't read, so don't give it to me. I like <laughs> oh, reading. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, thanks. Kevin's a good reader, too. Thanks. I learned me some words. I didn't. <laughs> so thanks for coming along with us on our first Loris Obscurus episode. We already have a couple of more plans. We will keep using these episodes specifically to kind of wrap up focusing on some community questions, diving into some of the smaller, more obscure tidbits of lore that you might want to ask us about or things that are just kind of a standalone subject. The grimdark setting of 40K is pretty warped, and all of it kind of connects back to these little horror elements and horror aesthetics that aren't necessarily visible on the box art and in great stories about space marines winning the day. If you want to reach out to us, you can contact us directly via email at underthehiveofmadness at gmail.com or jimdarkgaming at gmail.com. Please feel free to shoot us questions and tell us your ghost and scary stories. If you guys send us a freaky fucking ghost story of something that happened to you, we will read it on the podcast. We have no problem doing that. Make sure to change those names, though. <laughs> Please. Or or if you have a story in 40K. Oh, yeah. Or, you're Laura in 40K. Yeah. Too, if you have 100%. like a lore horror 40K story, I want to yeah. know that. Yeah. We do have a lore stories segment as as our lore, lore stories set of episodes. Tom's already done his, but we definitely are. Uh, we're open to going over listeners lore, seeing your lore stories, seeing your crusade stories, seeing whatever you guys want to shoot at us. Yeah. We also have a growing community on Discord, and we even currently have a podcast lore project that is up and running there. It's called The Hive Project. Absolutely. Discord, best way to reach every single one of us on Jim Dar Gaming and Under the Hive of Madness. <laughs> if you like the podcast and want to help us out, please follow us on Spotify, like and review if you can, and share us with your friends. We also have a Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash under the hive of madness. Looking for us in social media, we've got a link tree. It's set up at linktree slash under the hive. As always, all of the spellings and all of the links will be down in our show notes. I always point down no one can see me yeah you gotta point down with your hands yeah yeah point down with your hands on the on the emphasis and syllables the, and yes stuff. yeah perfect that's it for this episode and mama bexy needs this couch back for business matters so that is all from 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio tonight. Always tip your madam and remember that the Arbides come knocking for the four-armed emperor if you haven't paid him. Going dark on the underground. I think the uh, Inquisition's here. We should probably get out of here. Let's bounce.